Hey, this is Matt Irwin, and you're listening to Music City Gold on Penalty Box Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to Music City Gold, hosted by Penalty Box Radio. Guys, it is 2018, the first show of our year. Hello. Hey, guys. <laughs> By the way, that's Daniel and Matt. Hello. <laughs> you jacked yes. it all up, Kyle. Happy New Year, Kyle. Thank hey, you. New Year, new way of doing things. Nope. We're still going to do hello and <laughs> hey, guys. So, sorry. It already ticks off Matt enough that we do a different sound <laughs> intro for every single episode so i know you gotta at least keep one thing consistent so he knows what podcast we're listening to <laughs> all right That's so matt right. when you start listening to this podcast later it's going to be music city gold remember we have a player <laughs> intro on the show yep how was your uh new year's kyle well i had a new year's party which you guys were at no way i was in attendance <laughs> don't remember it That's where i know you're from it was the eighth year we did the party, and no way is that depressing, to quote Anchorman. <laughs> Actually well, found the photo of the very first year we did the party. It has grown exponentially. If you notice, Matt had hair. Oh. <laughs> oh. Ouch, Kyle. <laughs> well, we'll just keep moving on from that one. Yeah. But uh, how's y'all's New Year's been so far? We've only gotten a couple days in, so. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, let's talk about Break. Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead, Christmas. Uh, did you guys get any hockey-related Christmas presents? Kyle, you want to start it off? No, I got flatware. Flatware? <laughs> flatware. Silverware. Okay. Well, that's well, not, I mean, not that's, that exciting, but... Yeah, but that's necessary. necessary. When you yeah. own a house, you don't think about those little things are expensive. But I did get some money from my mom, and she purposely told me, do not pay a bill with this, because she knows that if someone gives me money, I'm paying a bill. You're doing the frugal and the smart thing, so I, I get it. I'll do the same thing, so that'd be a tempting. So what I did with the money, I went to Lowe's and bought a microwave. Didn't you buy a toilet seat, too? I did buy a toilet seat. <laughs> I needed a new one, so I was like, okay. It's a sexy purchase right First there. First of all, you have a toilet seat light now, but it's not bright enough. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed like with the use, packaging. To use the the restroom when the lights are off. Which I think kind of defeats the purpose because if, if you get up That's at night, you don't want to turn on the lights. You just want a nice little soft glow underneath the lid, so you can just do your business and go right back to bed. You still got to turn the lights on with this, pretty much. So, other than that, I didn't really get a lot in the way of just fun stuff. It was more of this: you're an adult, so you're going to get adult things. Right. What about you, Daniel? Uh, I ended up with a decent amount of stuff. My girlfriend got me. Uh, Tons and tons of gifts, as usual. It's almost ridiculous. You guys spend way too much money on your gifts. But she did get me this awesome Predators pullover, vintage style, with yeah, the lace-ups. It did look and good. I love it. And it was just in time, because the temperature plummeted to like negative five here with the wind chill. Uh, I needed it, and more. So. And speaking of gifts that they got, they got me a Harley Quinn cape. <laughs> Yes. Best fueling his love for Harley Yeah, Quinn. you do love Harley Quinn. So Dan, no, not Daniel. Matt, what did you get? Oh, yeah, I got a couple things. Uh, hockey related, I got this. Daniel got me this puck, which I've got right here. Look at it. And it uh, has a slot in there to hold your phone up, so you use it as like a phone stand so we can uh, 
utilize it right now while I'm doing an episode. I can look at my notes and not have to hold uh, hold the puck. And uh, got a couple uh, hockey books too that I'm excited about. I got Take Your Eye Off the Puck by Greg Wazinski. And it's uh, kind of a book about the overall schemes of hockey and how to look at the plays developing more rather than just watch the uh, watch the puck. And it gives you some statistics on the different uh, plays that draw up and how successful different uh, strategies are. So oh, interesting. Cool. And uh, another book that's been hot lately is um, Behind the Bench by Craig Custance, where he kind of goes around. He went around the league and interviewed all, a bunch of uh, coaches and uh, Mike Sullivan and uh, Mike Babcock and some of these other guys and kind of gets behind the scenes. A lot and, of mics. Yeah, yeah, a lot of mics. And uh, interviewed them, and it was recently uh, released a couple months ago. So everybody's been kind of digging into that book. So I'm excited to get my hands on that one as well. My parents also got me a hockey related thing. Completely forgot they <laughs> they bought me a personal stress relief doll that is uh, a ref. It is it's stress a stress relief. It's a stress reliever for when the refs make a bad call. You just kind of squeeze, squeeze them in squeeze your hand. The ref. Yeah. Okay. That's so, cool. Kind of a funny. Well, you hockey. guys were talking about that. I did realize I did get a hockey-related gift from my boss at work, actually. What do you know? That's surprising. I was very surprised by it. He got me a miniature goalie mask. Oh, that's cool. That Vincent could wear, my dog. <laughs> I can see him running around the house right now. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I've got a stick, got a mask, got a goalie. Let's do this. There you go. Sure. Actually, he'd probably try fetching the pucks rather than trying to get them. Yeah. So speaking of pucks, we're here to talk hockey. And we are recording this in the middle of the Preds Coyotes game. And right now we are zero to zero. Just First started, period. Yeah. With Coyotes having three shots on goal and the Preds, of course, as usual, being behind in shots at two. I'll continue to update as I see it in the glass here. Yes, we've got <laughs> a, me. We have glass seats. Lol. Wow. Come on, that was good. Nope. No, it wasn't. How about you just start with the first game? Well, before I get into the games, I will say the current standings for our Preds as of this recording, which is 1-4, am I correct, in the date? 1-4? Yeah, it's, it's the 4th today, yeah. Good Lord, it's already the 4th. Yeah, I keep forgetting about what date it is. I know it's January, but it's like after January 1st, I don't really know what date it is. So currently the Preds are at 51 points in the league. That puts them at 4th in the Central Division, 5th in the Western Conference, and 7th in the, the league, which is a little bit of a fall from where they were at last time we recorded, but they had much better standings. Point totals higher, but we've had some struggles lately. So we had 10 games between, and we actually talked back and forth during the, uh, I guess, our pregame talk. Did we want to try to cover all 10 games? And we said no, just hit the highlights of some of the games. So we ended up saying we're going to talk about the last five games, which is Dallas all the way to Vegas. And I will say one quick note, we look good the first three of the 10 games because we swept the uh, Western Canada. Yeah, look super strong. Oh, by the way, we're, we're third in the Central, not fourth. Ah, then the NHL is wrong. That's NHL's official standings at the time was fourth. Maybe mm. you took your stats at a different day. I got it today. Oh. Well, either way, third in the Central. But, yeah, we were cooking on that uh, Western Canadian trip. I mean. Two shutouts? Two shutouts. Christmas suits to boot afterwards in Dallas. Beat so. Vancouver 7-1. That was the most complete game we played all year for sure. It just looked nasty. Every pass was perfect, and then we just used up all of our offense for the remaining games, apparently, because these last couple ones have been kind of struggling. So yep. where are we at, Kyle? So we'll start off with Nashville at Dallas, which was a basically a rematch of the game I was at about three weeks earlier. wasn't too bad. I mean, uh, we got a point, garbage point, I should say, and I will tell you this, 
you're screwed when your shootout opponents are Radulov, Spezza, and Sagan. Yeah, it was bad. As soon as I saw that group coming out, I was just like, and it was Saros. I'm like, I love you, rookie, but these people are about to pwn you because those are like shootout specialists, in my opinion. I mean, these cats can snipe, so I wasn't too... uh, too confident going into the shootout, but I we did either. we did battle back and get the the point. So, well, hey, the first you're skipping over something really important here. The I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about seconds it. In was Alexi Gamelin. I'm not gonna lie. So uh, we were, I think we had a Christmas party here that night. Yeah, we were here. I went downstairs, and in the time period of going oh, downstairs, yeah, right. <laughs> they scored the goal. But I was downstairs, and the hockey game was on both TVs. That's how you know you like hockey in the house. It's on every TV. I saw Emlyn giving high fives to everybody, and I was like, there's no way. There's no way Emlyn scored a goal. It's a Christmas miracle. (laughs) And I came running back upstairs, and I'm like, did Emlyn score? And these two jokers were were freaking freaking out uh, because I think the announcer said, the sharpshooter Emlyn. No, he said the sniper. The sniper, which makes me laugh (laughs) so hard. I'm sorry. I think it may – was it Chris Mason? or It was Chris Mason. That's hilarious. No, first of all, no. I think I'm so sorry, much. Chris. It's, he's not. A, he's not a sniper. He's not a sharpshooter. Well, I think Alexi oh. was even surprised he scored that goal. Well, I, the reason he said that was because there was so much traffic. Not only that, I don't even know if the goalie saw it, the puck. But if you look at the goalie's positioning, there, I don't even know how the puck got through. He was all the way to the right side of the crease, and and it somehow slid in between his body and the and the post. It was an incredible shot. So I guess that's why you call him the sniper, but more like luck. But uh, yeah, but it was incredible. I can't believe that puck went in. He got will, a goal. I will just say that that play originally started from Arvidsson and Joey, so he kind of just took their magic and went with it. Hey, sure, you got to run with it when you can. So, and then the next goal after that was Yarncroak picks shorty. up a shorty. Dude, Yarncroak's been looking good though. That was recently. a snipe right there. That was a top shelf king right there. That was a snipe. Exactly, yeah, that was awesome. Matt. <laughs> the, the one before it, no. But going further, we and, then get in the period two. And, I'm sorry, interrupted you. Um, those two goals, that was on our fourth shot. That was two goals on four shots. So talk about some early offense before oh, you get in the second, yeah. Because the offense dropped off in the second. Yeah. And Dallas said, I want some of that. Sagan gets one from Ben and Klingberg for a power play goal. And then Hansel gets one from Smith and Spezza. And I'm not going to lie, we had taken like three or four penalties up to that point and they hadn't capitalized. So it was only a matter of time. Like with those people on, you know, like when you have Spezza and Sagan, you're asking for it if you're going on the power play that often. So we were very lucky that we didn't get a couple of goals during that stretch. But, you know, whatever. That's I, my, I'll, uh, I'll take the one. Yeah, that's my go-to uh, team in NHL 18's uh, Dallas for some of those players, you yeah. I think it's all you play with Dallas and NHL 18. Well, it's it's because they have the equal amount of right-handers and left-handers, so you want to switch the wingers to their off-wing, and every other team has too many right-handed players or too many left-handed players, and theirs just happens to work out perfect where I can put the wingers on their off-wing, and, and it works out perfect for the one-timer in the game. Of course, video Remember you talking stuff, about that all the time. Yeah, that's why. Video game. But I also really like their players, too. Video so. game strategy. <laughs> has it won you a cup yet? No, not yet. Do you think it'll win you a cup? No. Is your team currently in a playoff spot in NHL 18? I'm playing online. We don't do uh, the cup. That's just kind of a competitive thing. Are you scared to try the cup run? I just haven't done it yet. I think he's scared. Sure. Do a draft. Anyway. Getting into period three, 
Preds tie it back up. Joey gets one from Subin. Leads us into the shootout because we somehow survived overtime, and we just packed our bags at that point. Got the one point. Got out. Probably really didn't deserve the one point, but I'll take it. So yeah. And as we said earlier, coaches came out wearing Christmas suits. Yeah, that was uh, the whole bet from yeah, Yossi the, on the Western uh, Canadian yeah, the Western. tour. The deal was if I think they got they got six out of six. Well, that was if they they swept. Yeah, they now, swept. The original deal was like if they scored like five out of six points or whatever, um, that the team could wear the suits, and then they swept, and like Joey wanted to, or uh, Johansson wanted to up the uh, ante beforehand and said, if we sweep, can uh, the coaching staff wear it? Which was hilarious because, I mean, some of these suits were god-awful. I mean, bad. And the fact that the, the coaching staff had to wear it in the game while the players actually had uniforms on, it was really hilarious seeing the uh, the ref's reaction Oh yeah, to, um, to uh, like, lobby pregame. It's like, yeah. how do I take you serious when you're trying to cuss me out in the middle of the game, and you have a flaming red blazer, or three-piece, I might add. Yeah. I'll give it to Lavi. He went all out, three-piece, looking good in the plaid, but... Can't yeah. tell if you're mad if it's just your suit. Yeah. <laughs> you're so red all the time, so... Anyway. So that actual game, not counting the two before it, was the first time we've had a three-game losing streak, which was a little rough. Which is impressive, though, considering where we're at in the year, so I'll take that any day. So, going forward, we then went to St. Louis. Got an impressive bounce-back win against the Central Playoff team because St. Louis is yeah. strong. That was a, we that was a good win right one. there. Needed that one bad. So, we've got um, shots on goal. Was Preds had 26 compared to St. Louis's 30. And the two goals for the Preds came from Smith and Yossi from the first period and Yarnkirk from Forsberg and Irwin in the second period. Yarnkirk, once again, stepping up. I, I think he's looked really strong this year. Actually... His shot has been much better. I think Yarnkirk's made several yeah. top shelf shots yeah. already this Just year. Just like we said, the last game and, was top shelf, and this one. And they're surprising. Like they, they've they've been sneaking up on people and mm-hmm. goalies. So um, I, I've been really impressed with him this year so far. I've always been impressed with Yarnkirk because he's a Swiss Army knife. Yeah, the real that, deal. That's the quote. No, that's uh, Neil. Adam Vingen is the he's a Swedish Army knife. He is. I mean, he, if you think about it, he, you can move him to center. You can move him to, you know, a winger position if you want. Heck, if you put him in pads, he might even be able to play goalie. Yeah, I'm but, just waiting for them to be like, you know what? Both goalies are hurt. Tonight's emergency backup goalie is, is Cali Yarncroke. Yeah. And somehow he'll get a shutout for his first goalie game. <laughs> I know. He, he's he been super solid for us this year um, both ways. So And he's, he's a, you know, decent on the defense. So um, Interesting thing on this one, too. They actually, um, Lafayette actually balanced the lines a little bit. He's put Hartnell up to the top and put Forsberg down to the third. And I think it's he's simply just trying to spread the offense out, not keeping just two top lines because I think it worked for them really well in the Western Canada swing because the lines were just balanced. There was no really, this is the line you have to cover. It's kind of this, okay, you've now got four capable lines of offense. And I think he went back to this and, I don't know, what do you think in your opinion, which is a better combo, having two top lines of uh, offense or having a four balanced line? Well, that's the great debate. I personally, well, I appreciate him trying to spread it around. At least a lot of, at the start, we saw at the start of the year, Forsberg was so hot, he wanted to put him on the second line to heat some of the other players up as well. But overall, and I can appreciate trying to get team chemistry and everybody well-balanced, but uh, I'd like to have one or two really hot lines. I personally think that's going to fit better for us once Forsberg comes back. Because I think the other night, you know, uh, the last game against Vegas, 
Uh, Benino and Hartnell looked really good together. Yeah. Uh, really good. Despite us not getting on the board, that line looked like they had multiple chances. Hartnell was getting in front of the net. He was taking shots. He was being really physical. And Benino lended you know, to his skills really well. I think that's going to be a solid third line uh, for us once, once you know, Forsberg comes back. But it's going to be, you know, foreshadowing four to six weeks. You know, I guess we'll talk a little bit about that later. But we still don't really exactly know because he kind of just left the game too. And just kind of left. They won't talk about it. So um, it has to be fairly serious considering the timetable. But fortunately, and we were talking about this, we have the All Star break. We have a bye week, which is fantastic because that means like three to four games yeah. less that we will be playing That's if fortunate. it was the same time period, you know, at another time in the schedule of the year. So uh, I think we really dodged a bullet on that one. And it's good that it's hap- I, I, It's not good that it's happening, but it's good that it's happening now. Oh, I agree. So he can get back in the game and uh, get readjusted right before the playoffs. Because uh, to be honest, like I say this all the time, get into the playoffs and go. I would rather us finish one or two seeds lower because Forsberg was injured now, and get to the playoffs and be hot again. Be hot, yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, if you if Lady Luck now. can deal you some injuries, you'd like to have them earlier rather than later for sure. And historically, the Preds generally kind of slump around this time of year. Yeah, and then for some reason, after the All Star break, it's like, yeah. uh, I mean, we've done that the last two years, but um, and it may be because you know we tried to get a fairly good position coming into the end of the year and that way we're not having to like fight as hard in the yeah, second but, half of the season. we say that every year and the thing is we always end up with a wild card spot yeah. so well, it's like you guys are accomplishing it better this year by getting uh, right on it from the start we have a jump. much better head start yeah we're we're third in the division but i would point out that we have two games at hand over the teams in front of us so it's kind of even if you really look at it uh, I mean, the Central stack this year. I, I honestly think there's a good chance all like six teams make it. You're gonna have four and then two wild cards. To be honest, think that might be kind of good as far as travel wise, because that means you're gonna be playing more Central Division matchups. So could pan out well for us, but for like the Pacific, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, bro. I definitely believe the fact is gonna be that the Central is gonna probably be five teams actually. Five oh, teams. So who gets left out though? Colorado. Uh, no. Well, Colorado is definitely getting left out. Yeah, I think. But that's the problem. Do you leave? Do you leave the Blackhawks right now? Because it's Dallas and the Blackhawks fighting for those two, uh, those two wild card spots. So do you leave the Blackhawks or Dallas out if five teams go? Somehow, I think the Blackhawks will make it in, and you leave Dallas out. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we still have half a year to play, so it, it we we could totally flip flop by the end. But yeah. that said, it's it's interesting to see where the positions are now about you know about time going to the All Star break and then we'll kind of get to pan out and try to get wage, a little bit of bigger picture how yeah, it's going to go wage where we're going to be and where other teams are going to be. But once again, the Central Division is going to come down to the last week. It always does. It's always the most exciting week in my opinion. Is that last week where it's just like every game. People are just leapfrogging each other as far as standings are concerned. It's a nail biter for sure. If you like hockey and like to drink, it's a terrible week for you. (laughs) I don't know about that. What's our next game, Kyle? We'll get into the next game. Was we then had our first um, home and home, which was Minnesota. So we played there first. Thought the Preds um, had a pretty good 
turnaround, but they just couldn't capitalize. End up with a 4-2 loss to Minnesota, and Granlin got a hat trick. Yeah, you you come in on a night, they get Dubnik back, and a player has a hat trick who happens just to have a hot night, and they're at home. You can't really fault them. They looked halfway decent in the game, but uh, that just kind of is what it is. And we we had forty three shots. Yeah, overall. I mean you can't ask yeah. for. We tried. You, I, <laughs> I mean that that's a valiant effort. It's just you had a hot guy and a two and hot a, guys. Two yeah. hot guys. Um, Dubnik coming back and the home crowd. You're not going to win that game. It's just. Also, I'm not a fan of uh, Minnesota's goal horn or goal song. Terrible. Well, someone say that about ours, but. That's kind of tradition. Yes. You or so. you hate your own song except yours. But ironically, going back to St. Louis real quick, they don't have a real actual goal song. Their organist plays their song. Which I like because it's very traditional, and Minnesota is very, like, wild traditional hockey. So, why? <laughs> good, really, good call, Matt? Matt. Yeah. That's a worse uh, pun than my glass seat pun earlier. No. No. <laughs> anyway. All right, so getting through that real quick, we then had the second of the home-and-home, and And this one, you could tell the Preds were a little upset about getting beat the night before because they got a shutout from not Rene, but Saros, and that's Mm -hmm. his second shutout for uh, the season. Matt was giving him crap a little bit earlier in the year, and I kept saying he's looking good. He's looking much better now that he's gotten some of his reps, and that we started sending him back to Milwaukee in between stints, which is getting plays, him, yeah. his hand-eye coordination going, and get, he's getting more in a rhythm. He's looking really sharp, despite his size and like everyone just totally in love with Peck, which Peck's been solid this year. Better than I thought he would Not be. phenomenal, not absolutely terrible, because I think, Matt, you said one of your pet peeves is goalies get really streaky and then the next thing you know they're letting in six goals a game i'll take a steady eddie goalie every day and pekka has been that for us this year and i I can appreciate that because that's hard to do night in night out yep uh in you know the national hockey league but he's been super solid and then the fact now that we can sub in soros and him come out with shutouts and he's like a rookie that's a good sign for us going forward. That's only going to help us in the playoffs, too, when we have to rest Peck. We don't feel too bad putting in Soros. Do you think we would play Soros during the playoffs inning? I think we would now with his performances this year showing that I can have shutouts against some of the top teams in the league. He shut out, by the way, his two shutouts were against Central Division uh, opponents, Dallas and the Wild. Which is good. That's very good. If you're going to have a shutout, you better have it in the freaking Central Division where the points matter even more. And so he's showing up in the big games and getting shutouts. I mean, I don't want to point this out, but this is the Coyotes game. Um, He's starting, but it doesn't mean as much as a Central Division game. And he has two shutouts in Central Division. That's awesome. So... We'll see. I don't think he'll start that much in the playoffs, but if you do have some tight schedules and turnarounds and longer distances, say we have yeah. a, a stint in um, the Pacific for a game, which is highly likely, I, I think he could play one or two of those games. So yeah. As needed, or if Rene gets cold there for a few games, you can... Sub him in, yeah. yeah it's And it'd be a viable option now, and people aren't freaking out, because I know before it was just like, oh, we got to have Pekka in goal, or we can't you. win. <laughs> You're talking about how good Pekka is? There's only been one game he got pulled for this season. That was the the Hurricanes. Hurricanes, yep. Yeah. That's right. Which four goals on six shots. Not yeah. uh, I'm not gonna lie though, a lot of those 
First of all, two power play goals off the bat. You're taking penalties, yep. and you're getting hammered for it. And Preds are notorious for penalties this season. And so. the fourth goal, that was just a knuckler. Like, that puck was everywhere. But he would want to have that one back. I know Peck, he he would want to have that one back. In his, in his mind, he's like, oh, I'm better than that one. But but also, when he pulled uh, Rene for Saros, Saros then blocked every shot had afterwards. a shutout, technically. So it tells you he's a good reliable, but he's now also getting good at cold starts like that too. What do you say, Matt? How often the average would you just think a goalie is pulled for a bad night, for a bad game? Uh, I don't know. It only happens probably, for a main goaltender, it probably only happens like two, three times a year. Yeah, not very often at all. And you just have to be getting hammered in the first, letting yeah. up like five, six goals usually. Yeah. yeah. How many times has Howard been pulled? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> too many. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that was a long con just to make that joke. Yeah, nicely done. <laughs> Set up, reel them in. All right, well, that talking about reeling in. So the Preds, to take a line from Katy Perry, woke up in Vegas and don't remember what happened. And if they do, they wish they don't remember what happened because that was a terrible game. They ended up shutting Minnesota out and turned right around, open 2018, and get shut out themselves. Well. It was bad. It hurt. Bad game. You guys say, I say, Vegas is the real deal. That's what I say. Because of James Neal? Yeah, that was a nice tie-in. What but, uh, makes Vegas, in your opinion, the real deal? I mean, you, you, people were wondering if the, it was just a fluke to first, you know, the first homestand they had. Uh, it, it's been enough time now that we can tell it is the real deal. They, uh, they're they not a joke. They are currently second in the NHL. Oh, I yeah. looked at their home record. It's and like it's they have the best home insane. record, seventeen yeah. and two. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think they only had two regulation. It's insane. Um, the thing about Vegas, and I noticed, and I know people are gonna, you know, brand them as this, but it's solid strategy. You see them come out of the gates usually in the first and second period really hard, and usually get a lead, and then they clamp down. They play the most boring hockey I have ever seen in the third period. It is. Well, that's what that's but what teams that's revert what, to when they have the lead. But but that's that's the point. They do it and they do it well. They know they can they can pull back a little bit and they play start that playing style. Like a bit of a trap that clogs a, yeah, the lanes. Yeah, a trap and, defense. And I'm telling you, but it works. It works, and that's why their goal differential is so high. So once they get that lead, they're not giving it up. And you have a uh, flurry in the back. Their last ten, they're nine zero and one. Yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, they're they're gonna cool off a little bit from that. You can't sustain that for the entire the entire season. But I'm just saying, if they keep it up, they're gonna win the Pacific, which is crazy, absolutely crazy to me. I know the Pacific's down this year overall. I don't see how they don't. I don't see how they don't. They have a really solid team. I know a lot of people are going to be ticked off if they win their uh, division in their inaugural season because already people, there's a, like a lot of yeah, Twitter. there's a lot of chatter lately about that. And they're like, a lot of like fans of expansion teams are not happy about it because they had to claw and scrape the top and then Vegas basically gets a team handed to them. Yeah, um, the rules were favorable, but here's the deal. Vegas took every opportunity and they capitalized on every opportunity that they were dealt by the league. The league put this out there and those were the rules from the league so why would you not and that they they have executed it to a t they got some of the best players from every team they got them together they actually have formed some chemistry now they look great 
they might not play the most exciting style of hockey. Like everyone's like, oh, but I, I tell you what, they get the lead, they clamp down, they have their starting goaltender back, who's also a champion, a world champion. Uh, I mean, how favorable is that in the draft? You actually get to go after a Stanley Cup winning goaltender just because one team had two. You have two goalies, and you're like, I need to give one up. And Vegas is like, we'll take them. Okay. Of course. I think it was uh, actually Greg Wojcicki who mentioned this. Uh, he actually said, you know, another thing that they have going as far as chemistry is you're talking about a, guy, a band of guys who are kind of like misfits who who got for one reason or the other their team thought they weren't good enough, so they got shipped off to Vegas. So those guys want to band together and do the best they can to show their team, you know, forget you, we're gonna, I'm going to succeed here and show you that I'm a better player than you think I am. So all those guys have that same mentality. And another thing, they don't have any expectations. They're not expected to win like the Penguins or whatever. So they can succeed without any risk of, of falling in, in expectations. And those guys all want to succeed to, to show those old teams, you know, we can do it here. Oh, I agree. And I think it's a good thing. And you got the way saying they got the best homestand in the, in the league right now. And it makes you wonder, you know, salary cap era, just how many good players that didn't get picked up, which were exposed could form another expansion team because they're talking about Seattle maybe getting one. So we could have this whole thing happen again. In a couple of years. Yeah. I, the conditions were perfect for this to happen as far as the year of, you know, in which they did enter the the expansion draft, the candidates that they could pull from and the fact that they were, they were placed in the, in the Pacific division. I, I think that's a real key because you're going to play the Pacific teams more often than the other teams. If, if they're placed in the central I still think they're doing well. I just don't think they're doing as well. Yeah. That's just a perfect storm of, of a couple different storm. things that all went together well to make the team succeed like and, they are. Yeah. I, I mean, it was a perfect storm, but like I said, they capitalized and they're doing well. And I honestly think they're going to they're gonna make the playoffs easily now. It's it, That's crazy. Easily make the playoffs and, hold on, potentially win the first round of the playoffs because if they end up as a high seed in the Pacific – They'll end up playing like a wild card. That's crazy, which would be interesting because they could potentially play um, a central division team. Yep. So they could end up playing the Blackhawks or or say, man, that would oh, be salty. Could you for could you imagine? <laughs> oh, oh, my dream, my dream right now is for the Blackhawks to finish in a wild card spot and face the Vegas Golden Knights in the first round and then lose. That'd be brutal. Oh, Chicago. Chicago would burn down. It would. They would burn the city down. You would have the Great Chicago Fire oh, Part Two. Good wow. lord, it it's would be. It back. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be. That would almost. I'm sorry. That would be better than the Predators sweeping them in the first round. Close. No. It, that's 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 such a like rubbing your face. An expansion draft team makes the playoffs and then sweeps the Chicago, the mighty Chicago Blackhawks, or they wouldn't sweep, but. Do you see the uh, Blackhawks also recently won the uh, top fan vote for the best That's jersey? You, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's shocker, you know, like nobody. Whatever. Yeah. Well, you know what's a shocker? How bad the all-star uniforms are. Oh, yeah. Oh, Time to talk dude. about that. Doozy. It's, it's, uh, it's interesting. Let's pull up some pictures here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I actually kind of prefer the Western Conference photos to the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference uh, all-star uniforms just look like someone took a bucket of paint and threw it over <laughs> it. <laughs> Um, they're, they're a little, um, how can I say, um, soccer jersey-ish? Yeah, they yeah. look kind of soccer jersey The colors, the colors anyways. Yeah. I don't know about the graphics, but the colors for sure. There's a lot of blue, gold, there's that some blue and red and silver. Really soccer. 
But it also, I don't know, it looks like a kid's jersey. They're just they're just almost too colorful. Last year's jerseys were awesome. Yeah. Like, I get all-star jerseys are supposed to get kind of flashy, but sometimes it's like, dial it back a little bit. Give us something sensible. Kind of like Nashville's jerseys. They weren't the best, but they were solid jerseys that you can still wear out, and people aren't going, what is that gaudy thing you have on? You're talking about the all-star jersey? The all-star jersey for Nashville, actually. I really liked it. I've got that one. They look great. The one before that. That was different. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. They had the little nice Nashville touches to let it know that, hey, it was in Nashville, you know kind of hint to that but it was still very classy and i wouldn't mind wearing those to a game you know and people I, do these i <laughs> it looked terrible i don't know which one's my favorite well these two look almost identical the orange and black they're just alternate colors so basically you swap the sleeves yeah. around and you have but, the white one uh they look very duck colors on yeah, that one they do to be honest i think my favorite one is the gray one the no, blue one, fan of it. the blue one, definitely looks like soccer yeah. colors. It's soccer colors all the way. I kind of like it because it's different, but it's 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 out there. If I, I was going to pick one to wear, I would wear the black and orange. But yeah, that's two ducks for me, though. I don't know. Yeah, the silver breaks it up. It kind of reminds me of the uh, Team North America jersey, which was a uh, good jersey. The Team North America jersey looked better than that one, in my opinion. So as we talk about the jerseys. Captain's got announced too. So who do you think made the central? Uh, no shocker. Yeah. It's PK Subban. Yeah, he was the forerunner for the longest. Uh, here's the deal. I think he's going to be the captain for the central for the next realistically couple of seasons because he is very likable as far as the fan bases, and he has two fan bases supporting oh, yeah. him now. You have Montreal and Nashville supporting him. And you yeah, got to think about it. how many Montreal fans actually voted for the captain in their division. No, they probably went and voted from Subin. Yeah, who was the central captain before that? Was it was it Patrick Kane? It's Kane one year. Kane was one year, and then uh, I'm trying to remember. PK was last year's too. Yeah. So now but this is I'm his thinking going way back. I'm thinking who he's replacing, but I guess he was the last year's too because yeah, my jersey has the purple one has Subin. his name on the back. Yeah. So, well, that's nice. Um, yeah, I, I mean. The number one vote getter was Connor McDavid, which of course, soccer. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, Connor yeah. McDavid took over the Pacific captain. That now makes him a two-time All Star with fourteen goals and forty-five points. PK Subban, of course, got the Central. A little notes that we have: it says that he's now second among D-men in goals with nine, and power play points with fourteen. Then my all-time favorite, Ovechkin, got the Metro captaincy. Oh my god! Uh, that seven-time All Star, and you knew he was going to get it too. Well, there was no competition on that. I mean, Sidney Crosby Don't want to hasn't talk about been it. very good this year. Well, so. the difference for Sidney Crosby is he's really controversial. I don't know anybody who doesn't really like Ovi, and everybody kind of feels sorry for him because he doesn't have a cup. <laughs> he's got tons of President's Trophies, though, lying around. Yeah. <laughs> Use them as to catch the water in his house when it leaks. Oh, my God. They, uh, Yeah, that's an overrated position, by the way. The, probably the number one overrated title that can be bestowed upon you in the, the regular season here recently has been the President's Cup winner. Well, it's it's of significance, but it doesn't really have a lot of bearing on, on the postseason yet. I know. But so, get on to your next one, my boy. Yeah, it's about to say your boy Stamkos picked up the Atlantic captaincy. That's what I'm talking about. Which makes perfect sense because it's going to be in Tampa. So he definitely deserved, he deserved that one it. this year because he's coming back from injury and just kicking butt with assists. 
And that's kind of like Rene. I don't know how many assists he has right now, but it's got to be like him and Kucherov, man. 30, 40 One assists. It's insane. But it's those two just feed off each other all game. Granted, if one of those two goes down... Don't even say go down. <laughs> Stamkos fans do not want to hear that. Yeah, I know. Um, he's been plagued with that. But they they are kicking it right now, and I was super happy to see him as the uh, the uh, captain for them. You know, the home crowd. Tampa's about an eight-hour drive. We can do it. Tampa's not an eight-hour drive. I can make it an eight. I've done it. <laughs> I, I just did that one this last summer. Uh, I drove past Tampa. Um, actually, I went right past the stadium, too. Yeah, that's a long that's a long haul. We can, we do, can it. do it. But we might just do it. <laughs> okay, Kyle. We'll see. Well, speaking about going to hockey games, I guess that now leads us into our top five. It's a new year, guys. So I figured we talk about our top five goals slash resolutions for the year. I don't do resolutions. I do goals because you want to achieve them. Because resolutions <laughs> never get achieved, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm dead serious. Yeah, that's why I don't make it. That is it, true. Yeah. So um my goals, <laughs> I have five of them. And I think this is going to be a fun segment because it's going to be a mixture of hockey and personal. So I think there's going to be a little bit of jabbing. <laughs> oh, you know there'd be a lot of jabbing. All right. So. They're right, Matt. Give the people what they love. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. Which means make fun of Matt constantly in the segment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. This is going to be a good roast to Matt. All right. Well, I'll start goals. it off. My number five goal for the year is to go to more away games. That's just really what it is. That's There's a, a couple I want to go. I want to hit Chicago up. I want to hit St. Louis up. And I found out that Washington's playing an outdoor game in Baltimore. It's uh, at Annapolis. Yeah, and, which would Annapolis. be really cool. Um, My work has a hotel there, and I'm seriously considering just going up there. Get discounts, man. When when is the game? I don't know. <laughs> wow, Kyle. Book your tickets oh, now. I'm, I'm ready to go. Don't know when. Sign me up. I'll be there. Kyle's ready to jump in a car and go to Tampa, too. Can't decide. Should I get an Ovechkin jersey or a Holtby jersey? Mm. Mm, neither? Is that, that an option? <laughs> I don't know. All right, Daniel. What's saying. your number five? Okay, number five, um, kind of along the same lines. I would like to go to some more away games, and I think we I kind of briefly mentioned this in the last episode. I would like to go on a trip of significance this year. I have been absent from a trip of significance because I've been saving money and yep. being responsible sucks <laughs> and doing smart things with my money instead of blowing it but I really want to go on a trip this year because it's been like three years since I studied abroad and was gone for a month and I actually went and has fans. it been three years yeah. I know right it seems like it's maybe a two I years know. it's I don't know I'll have to go look it up it, it's been a while, but I went to, for fans, I went to Finland to study abroad. And uh, I actually, while I was there, went to Finland, Sweden, and Estonia. And during this time, it was like the World uh, world Championships of Hockey in Europe. It was one of the best experiences ever. First of all, loved going there. I brought my Predators jersey. I wore it around in Finland, and they just accepted me as their own because they were like, they recognized the jersey because of Pekka. It was just an awesome time with people who genuinely freaking love hockey, yeah. and they you don't understand. Like, you think you understand until you are there. And it is 10 o'clock, and because of the time differences with some of the countries and where they're playing, I think they're playing at Prague. Okay. 
uh, that year. And every single Finnish person was like at the bar drinking, ready for the game. Like uh, I'm talking massive pints. They were already down like two or three. It's like they shut down for hockey. It is incredible. Sounds like my kind they of country. Love it. Um, I I but since then I just want to go out of the country again. I want to do a trip of significance. I really want to go to Canada. We've been talking about it. Either Vancouver or Toronto. That would be freaking awesome. But I have the travel bug, and I need to itch it this year. So, Well, that will bring me to my number five. Mine is that I read a lot of books. I love to read. My favorite gifts to get are books. But I have this great problem where I will read half of the book in the first week, <laughs> and then I will put it down and start to run another book, and I will never finish that book. What's your favorite book? Oh, I have a lot. Uh, but here's a little something about my personal life. While the best books are fiction because they engage the mind and creativity, they don't teach you anything. So in the time I could spend reading a 400-page book um, about fantasy like Da Vinci Code or something that's nonsense that doesn't mean anything in real life, I could be reading a few books on something that teaches me something. or, or Something or, factual. Yeah. Like so I prefer... Flat Earth book. <laughs> stuff like that. Yes. Or Illuminati. Yeah. yeah. Is this the roast? Or conspiracy theories. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, uh, even though I love to read, I sometimes I don't ever finish those books, so I would like to accomplish more finishing those books that I've started uh, this year. That's rough, because, like, you do so well that first week. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like... Oh. I hit some kind of a wall. And then and, you're yeah. like, oh, do I really want to get I'm back like, into that I'm now? I'm like, I've got most of the information covered, you know, by, by this time I've got, you <laughs> no, know, yeah, I gleaned 50%, pretty much. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, where you know all the writers... You know, they save all that really juicy stuff for the last half of the book. And yeah. you've been missing out your entire life. <laughs> right. Matt's back there like, I got to read the appendix now and see what's back now here. Now I know that Matt's facts are only 50% factual because he's only 50% <laughs> read the book. <laughs> yeah, that's why that, that book was skinnier. That's going on facts they, by uh, Matt. Facts by Matt. Yeah. They had the skinny uh, abridged version because they took the appendix out of the book, so it was skinnier. Mm. So you read Cliff Notes. Get it. Yeah, I got it. It was a surgery joke. Yeah. Because you work in surgery. Great joke. <laughs> All right, we're going to circle that on back to Jeez. me. Yeah, go back ahead. Back to four. All right, my number four goal of the year, and it's going to sound really silly because I'm not fat, but it's to get back down to the weight I was two years ago. Back to your fighting weight. Trim weight, baby. He's so getting ready for his fight versus Pacquiao. <laughs> the story behind this, about probably four years ago, I saw a photo of myself. Oh, oh yeah, this is a roast Kyle segment because <laughs> this is hilarious. I'm not going to name the name of the person. <laughs> but I was at a party with some people. These two were here at it. And I got looked through the photo and I'm just going through and I was like, I didn't know this guy was here. Yeah. And I turned around and I looked at the tag on the photo and it's me. Oh, I was like, my man. gosh, why did someone tell me I look so fat from the side? When you think you're someone else who's much fatter than you, that's when you realize it's time to go on a diet. Yeah. And I did. I crash course. I did uh, my fitness pal for the first year. I did Weight Watchers for the second year. Then I discovered keto. And within three months, I went from the weight I had lost was 200 to 170. And in three months, I went from 170 to 145. Got those macros going. It was the best thing ever. The first week of no carbs, I was good. I was set. And I got down to that weight. I got new clothes. I got new uh, suits tailored for me. And now two years later, I'm kind of creeping back up and the suits are getting a little tight. We had a concert down I went to recently, and one of the suits I wore because I was doing camera work for it, it was like I was kind of afraid to sit down, possibly. 
Because <laughs> I was afraid. Got to unbutton the jacket that, that, before you sit down. No, so. the pants button. Oh. A, a little screaming. He's like, <laughs> like it's one of those. The pants look fine as long as the jacket is on. But once you take the jacket off, you're like, oh, those look kind of tight on you. Kyle's got a bulge, but not the good one. Wow. <laughs> Moving on. What is your number four, Daniel? Number four, and this is ironic coming after yours. Most people want to lose weight, and I'm in the gain 15 pounds section. Well, simple. Don't work out. Eat your mom's cooking. Yeah, but not 15 pounds of fat. So rather <laughs> I am... <laughs> you didn't specify it first. Ra- rather I'm doing a diet as well. And for most people, when they think diet, they instantly think just weight loss. But there are specific diets. And I'm doing kind of like a modified keto where I'm going to have uh, a lot of protein, decent amount of carbs, lower fat, so I can still stay lean. Because right yeah. now, I have I went to the gym most of this last year, and I trimmed down even more. And I've lost some weight at first, which was probably fat weight. And then I gained, finally... Yeah, muscle mass. I back. finally gained seven pounds, which is like... It's a big deal for me because my metabolism is just crazy. So I finally gained seven pounds towards the end of the year. Uh, I think I lost two over the break because it's just Christmas. You're just not working out as much. But this new year, I've now started the meal prepping with tons and tons of protein, like an ungodly amount. I'm probably going to eat like over 200 grams of protein a day. Um, but it's going to be lean. It's going to be a lot of chicken, rice, broccoli. It's it's going to be good. And it'll also be better for me energy-wise. I'll, I'll be better. Oh, yeah. It's going to be healthier. Oh, yeah, that's what I've been doing Way too. less sugar. It's going to be great. I it's can't a, it's wait. Amazing. I'm starting next week. I actually technically started. You're supposed to start this week. No, I couldn't because uh, we had uh, New Year's Eve and then we had uh, birthdays. That was true. So I just knew to, this week wasn't going to work. I'll start it. I technically did kind of that today, but I know tomorrow is going to be kind of out of whack. So I'm going to start Monday because over the weekend I'm going to do all the cooking ahead of time. I have uh, my girlfriend got me boxes. Um, they're bento boxes, like Japanese yeah, boxes. Yeah. And adorable. They're all plastic, and I can stack them in the fridge, and I can yeah. meal prep for the whole week. That's the way to go. And she got me a cookbook as well. For, That's nice, too. I love cookbooks. I have yeah. so many of those. The, the, the recipes are hilarious. They're like Barani burritos. Yeah, they got like funny names. Beefy fajitas, but whatever. It, you get the point. And you can tacos. Yeah, I'm no, I'm not kidding. That's like the names in there. So uh, either way, I'm super excited about that. So 15 pounds is the goal. If I can go higher than that, that'd be great. But 15 pounds for me is a lot. So well, we'll check in in six months, see where you're at. We'll see. <laughs> well, that's pretty similar to mine. I've got on mine uh, to be healthier. I think uh, health is, is very important. And uh, I, my wife and I are quite healthy. We eat almost organic everything. And I'm considering some... Uh-oh. I'm considering some there's other a, there's a, dietary restrictions and habit changing. I'm... Okay. There's a V word. Yeah, I'm, I'm considering v. going the V word, but uh, <laughs> going the V, you know, going vegan or vegetarian. That or sounds terrible. Like that. Why would you deprive deprive your body of meat? Here's the deal. Well, I have a lot of reasons for that, and as anybody who knows me, I I study a lot on the different things I'm interested in and want to learn about. So any kind of decision I make, I make an informed decision. So it's not one I've decided to make yet, but uh, that's not actually the point of what I was going to say. Not only. People say that every year, but it is that is always on my mind as being healthy because I want to take care of my body and live a long time that way. I don't have die of a heart attack at 35 and leave my wife alone for the rest of her life. It's important to take care of your body. But in doing so, in being healthy, 
I get home later than my wife, and uh, she usually is the one that does a lot of the cooking. So I would like, uh, I love to cook, and I'm a great cook. So I would like this year if I could get home earlier or maybe have a, a schedule change that way I can do more cooking because I enjoy it when we cook together, and I'd like to take some of that load off of her and uh, be able to share that experience a little so more. So this is like two for one. Yeah. So are you wanting a schedule shift to first shift? I don't know. That would be nice. I kind of have an in-between shift. Yeah, uh, you're in between, so I think a first shift would help you, and you won't get that shift differential anymore. Yeah, and not only is it nice that, I mean, I like that she cooks, but I love to cook too, and I like to, that's one of my favorite things is us cooking together, so it'd be fun to do that a little bit more. And to go with his vegan thing, like, I've done research on it too, vegan is definitely the way to go if you're going to do that. I mean, I love meat, but the problem is with meat is they have so many freaking chemicals in them nowadays. So the only way you can get good meat is to get freaking organic meat, which is like super expensive. Grass-fed beef is very, it's very expensive, but you got to pay for the good stuff, unfortunately. So, mm-hmm. But well, hey, it's all worth it because it's important to take care of your body for exactly. sure. Exactly. Thus, our goal is this year. Mm-hmm. I like how all four of ours were almost related. So, mm-hmm. All right. Well, my number three is I am looking at possibly getting my dog a companion. What? What do you mean by companion? Like a lover or no, a buddy? A buddy. Okay. A hump partner. <laughs> I've been thinking about it for a while. Like, he's a really hyper dog. Daniel is yeah, how he hyper is. he is. God. Insanely hyper. At the New Year's party, <laughs> Daniel could barely move and he would run around. And then when you play with him, that's all you have to do. You don't have to really run or chase him. Move. You just kind of just move your hands real quick and he'll just run. Dude, I wasn't even moving. I was just on the ground and he would run around and then stop, inspect. <laughs> It's like he's tearing up the so carpet. So hyper. And he runs himself to death. At the end of the party, he was so tired, he sat down, and you could just look at his eyes. You could tell he was just wanting to go to sleep. Oh, That's because yeah. we gave him that NyQuil and put him out. Yeah. <laughs> Doggy Benadryl, baby. <laughs> take this take this bone. So I've got Don't a... I've got a that uh, crushed powder on top. I've got a friend that occasionally will send me photos of dogs saying, this dog would be good for your dog. And it's like, we're talking like, when I say a few, it's like a blurred roof tan at one time. Well, what kind of dog are you looking at? Probably a dog his size or smaller. That's pretty vague. I think Matt was asking for breed. I haven't really decided on the breed yet. Is I just, I just know, I just know that any dog bigger than him, he kind of like gets scared of, and he won't really do any play with. Yeah. So if it's smaller than him or his same size, he's cool with it. You could look at corgis; they've got a lot of energy, and they're small. I actually thought about a corgi or maybe a um, small little pincer. Mm, I'm not a big I'm fan, not of, a pin- huge fan yeah, of those, but pincher. Uh, corgis would be cute. Or a basset hound. Or you hound. get you a basset hound. <laughs> <laughs> why, why is it you like basset hounds, Matt? I love them. Man, I'm getting you... one. That's going to be my next dog. But why is it why you like them? The floppy ears? They got ears? them ears. Dude, I follow ears... more basset hounds on Instagram than I do humans. I think I finally realized the other day that I like hounds. Yeah. I like dachshunds. I like basset yeah. hounds. They all have so much personality, too. It's just, man, love them. So what's your number three? Number three. Okay. Um, it's It's hockey related, finally. And that is a 10 more games in the second half of the season. I have only, and this is sad, I've only gone to a couple games this year. And you went with I me. Have, yeah, and they've mostly been with you. I've been slammed the first half of the season. And finally, I was looking at the you know the schedule, and I'm like, oh, man, I kind of have a little bit of a break for the next two months at least. March a little busier. But then generally during the playoffs, I'm usually free, which is awesome because that's when you really want to attend the games. But I'm super excited that I'm going to get to have the opportunity to go to more games and potentially away games, thus satisfying 
uh, five and three on my list. But yes. Hey, I'm games. telling you, we need to do at least a Chicago or a St. Louis game. Just the three of us. The St. Leave, Louis is... Leave the girls at home and just go. <laughs> Where's your... Never mind. I was going to make a terrible oh. joke. Or that was... oh. Come on. We boys can, night. We can only do... Yeah, we'll leave two of the girls home. But um, yeah, St. Louis is pretty manageable as far as drive. Yeah. So We've been there a couple times and I haven't I, had the time to go to a game there. I bet we could drive up and then drive back. That would be rough. Oh, yeah. But we that. could do it in a night. That'd be fun. I'm a night owl. I yeah. can do it. We could do it. As the trick is you just got to have somebody there with you who's awake, not like your wife who's sleeping in the back seat. Exactly. Right. Or you your girlfriend. Right. To talk to, yeah. At, on the way home from Ben's wedding. Yep. Which was in St. Louis. In St. Louis as well. Yep. Abby was out. I think we got 30 minutes in the drive. And she was like, I'll talk the whole time. Yeah. No. Wrong. She was out for three hours almost straight, which is crazy considering Indiana road construction right now. Did she or snore? Louis. No. She doesn't snore. That's when I, I have that setting fixed ahead of time because I know she's going to fall asleep. So I have my headphones there. I got my podcast loaded up. I have ready going, to go get something, you know, get my mind focused on something. Yeah, that would be much. The fun. question, though, do you, uh, do your girls like they just fall asleep immediately or is it kind of the they're talking and kind of sleep, fall asleep? No, it's a conscious decision they're making. Yeah. <laughs> you mean unconscious because oh, they're out. Ooh. Got them. Sorry. But yeah, I think a St. Louis trip is doable. I'm going to look it up right now. Go ahead. All right. Well, that will take me to my number three. And that is that, yes, it has been a year since I have went to an, to an out-of-town game, out-of-state game. Um, wherever it is, it might be St. Louis somewhere else. I We've been talking about going to it, Toronto this year. There's this... Uh, do you want to go this nerdy route? Let's do it. All right. Because I thought about going with you yeah. with it, so it's going to be... So I'm considering going to Toronto this year because there is this... Uh, it's a board game. It's called Crokinole. It's a Canadian game, and the world championships of this game are in Toronto or outside of Toronto. So I thought, well, why don't we sneak up to Toronto and uh, fulfill this little small life goal of playing in the world championships of this board game in, uh, just outside of Toronto and being able to visit and all that while we're there. So I don't know if it's or if we're going to be able to go to a game while we're there or uh, maybe make a trip somewhere else to St. Louis or whatnot. But I'd like to go see another game out of state and get some more memorabilia. Hey, from. I have a hotel in Toronto. Yeah. So wherever we go, I'd have to get some hockey memorabilia from whatever team it is that we're there. So if you get a puck, four and a half would that hours, be enough? by the way, four and a half hours, St. Louis. Drive. Oh, totally, that's totally doable. Totally doable. Yeah. But the problem is it looks like there's no more away St. Louis games. Darn. So... We can make a trip to Dallas. It. Twelve hours. Vancouver, it is <laughs> two day drive. Oh, that's doable. Ah, uh, well, that sucks. I will, I will continue to look for us, boys. Well, I will say my number two then is hockey related, and that is to attend the next time it comes back to the U.S. If it's in the U.S. next year, a World Juniors game. That'd be fun. That'd be really fun. I mean, the fact that you can watch five, six countries like prospects play yeah. is amazing i know the u.s just got beat by sweden heartbreaker of a loss this is but, a swedish victory yes it was a swedish victory but you know what at least we beat russia kicked them out and now we're in the medal round at least but i know that um bob mckenzie is there and i would kind of like to meet him you know they kind of yeah. call him like the, you know like the, the original insider of hockey because he has so many stories i listened to his bobcast and it's just crazy, just stuff he talks about, just things that you wouldn't think about. And he's got such a great voice, too. So I go to World Juniors to watch USA, watch Finland, Sweden, 
Denmark, Russia, Czech, and get to meet Bob McKenzie. I'd be in heaven. That does sound like a good trip. Hopefully it'll be close, though. This year it's in Buffalo, so we will see where it ends up next year. It's a little, that's a little north of us in Tennessee, but we'll see. <laughs> so I'm glad we didn't go this year because it's stupid cold. Yeah, one of the games got put on hold because of an ice storm, I guess. Yeah, that's the like cyclone, or they're calling it a bomb now, because it used to be a vortex, was a winter storm. Now it is a bomb. I think they update the uh, the terms every couple years to keep it fresh, with the lingo. I don't know. The storm was the bomb. Uh, it's uh, look it up. I'm telling you, it's it's called a bomb, like a bomb, whatever. And I'm like, really? It's just weird. Anyway. And what's your number two, Daniel? Number two. So. As we say this, this is another hockey one, but I think our goal this year, and probably for you two as well, would be to grow this channel. Oh, absolutely. And continue to grow the fans and the support that we've already got and continue to grow the Twitter. Um, We also have something kind of unique coming later this year um, as far as product offering. Um, So it's going to be a fun ride this year and I'm pretty excited because we're halfway through and we're I mean we're having much more success than uh you know we originally were just going to start off as just us three and then of course it was great uh thanks to penalty box radio for picking us up and oh absolutely uh the incredible network that they already have um but it's going to be great to continue to work with Justin and the entire team and also uh I know y'all are going to be um doing the Nash hockey um, which was something you know we talked about in the previous episode that y'all are looking forward to. I'd like to make a couple of those games, but I think the primary goal this year is to con- continue to grow the network, our channel, and um, hopefully come up with that product eventually. But it's it's been a fun ride so far. I'm pretty excited. So uh, I'm ready for 2018. Let's do that hockey. Let's do that <laughs> hockey. S, K, and a J. That's <laughs> so, a nope. That's a nope. <laughs> well, that will take me to my number two. Pretty big one and uh, brand new news. As of today, this is breaking news. I mean, fresh off the press. In the last hour, I mentioned last episode that I was going to buy a house sometime this year. And as of tonight, we officially, uh, the seller accepted our offer that we put on a house. So we will be moving into a house in the next month or so. And when I mean mean fresh, though, he was signing electronic documents on his phone at the start of the episode. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he's been still doing stuff throughout the episode. So, yeah, it's it's pretty fresh. Got him a nice new house to start the new year. So I will resolve to move into my new house. <laughs> yeah, we might have to pack up shop one day and go to your house and record. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You can see what an awesome dog mine, mine is. Gordy. Peeing all over the place. <laughs> Jumping on me again. Yep. But that goal is already really, you know, achieved. Yep. You just got to move in. Yep. Whew. That's gonna be rough, but that's safe. We're gonna get the 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 crew in. Uh, we we gotta get it out because for the listeners, we moved Matt's entire safe up a flight of stairs because he currently lives in an apartment, and um, we came out bruised and scarred. It was bad. Yeah, it Feared for my life us, but, uh, <laughs> a couple times. Yeah, that was a stupid thing. Matt was like. His forearms looked like they had been he'd been in a fight. Because <laughs> yeah, it looked he like was, I got interrogated. <laughs> he was wedged in between the the um the stairs and the 
the safe going backwards. I was holding from the bottom, so my legs were the, like my my thighs got marked up. So it was like one or the other. Matt's was more visible, and then on top of it, yeah, it was bad. He was smushed. I was afraid. Yeah, it, it just no. We're getting someone to. We're going to do it the smart way this time. Smart, smart way. So just push the edge stairs and. Dude, it was it was a monster. It was a mon- It was just the two of us. Well, they had the girls there, but they they were managing. Yeah. <laughs> they had that manager stance on. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that that wasn't working. All right, I'll get to my number one. And that would be, going to your number two earlier, is to grow this network. I will say that we started this show back in July. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you told me a year ago that I'd be sitting here tonight doing a podcast with you guys, talking about my favorite sport in the world with my favorite team who just happened to get scored on finally by Arizona. Dude, shots on goal is like pathetic. They have 11 shots on goal. We have 23 and it's one nil. Was that Anthony DeClaire too, who just said today that he wanted to be traded? Yeah. Pretty much. Of course. But yeah, so like I said, six months ago, got the opportunity to do this. Got you guys. So you like talk hockey. And I'll be honest, our Twitter channel grew faster than I thought it was going to grow. Yeah. We are currently sitting at 186 people. Thank you for the few bot for the few bots that do follow us. <laughs> Helps that number go up and down occasionally. But everybody that follows us, you know, great. People follow us. People like our stuff. And, you know, we're a part of the Penalty Box Radio Network with... A lot of great shows as well, besides ours. Yeah, and the fact is, people are interacting now with our account, which is really nice. We're we're actually having like some fan accounts like from other teams, which has really been fun. Yes, now we have a Ducks account, High Ducks fam, um, and a Vegas account that we've been pretty active with on the game night. So that's been really fun and enjoyable, and it's only going to get better. So you know, if you're a fan, spread the word, get us out there, continue to grow it because it only gets better with numbers. I mean. It's been really fun so far. Oh, well, that was my number one for the year. So what is yours, Daniel? All right, number one, a little counterintuitive to three and five of going out of town and taking a trip, but that is to uh, be financially sound this year and invest more money slash buy property. I've already actually been looking at property at the start of this year, kind of scoping out my options I don't know if I want to pounce now or wait till the summer for maybe more options to be open up cuz uh generally around, you know, that first quarter in or closer to July the the housing market ramps up and or slash land market, but currently Murfreesboro in Rutherford County is a zoo as Matt knows. Um but oh, yeah. I would like to do that and kind of secure some place for the future and or slash, you know, retain and then hold it and sell later but uh there's a lot of investment stuff that i would like to do this year but that is the number one goal and i'm just saving money right now so that's a good that's a good strategy we all need more money to save and make good decisions with it for sure well that uh speaking of being aware might brings me to my number one and that is i think it's good good advice not only like you said to make financial decisions which is good for everybody but my number one is that whatever I do this year, I want to make sure that I'm living my life on purpose. I don't want to sit back at the end of my life and think, well, what have I done? What have I accomplished? And uh, just sitting back and watching TV for hours and not accomplish anything. It's important that, you know, now that I have, now that I'm married, it's important to make decisions that uh, are in the best interest of me and my family and doing things that uh, 
prosper me and my family. And uh, whether it's accomplishing goals or uh, being healthy or making better financial decisions, it's important to do things on purpose and not walk backwards into life. So uh, to be to set goals and to accomplish those things. That really touched me. Goals, not resolutions, by the way. Yeah. Like we said at the beginning, because more than likely you're not going to obtain the resolutions. Yeah. It's so. important for everybody to take those small steps, you know, be healthy and save I, money. That's, I, right. That's good advice for everybody. Actually, kind of, well, pro tip, do a one-year goal, a two-year goal, and a five-year goal, and do that at the beginning of every year so you can kind of monitor where you're at this year, next year, and then a stretch goal for like five years. I tell you, it sucks saving money, but the pay a lot more with pay a lot with cash too that yeah. way your bank account's more stable yeah and you know it's coming out because a lot yeah. of times people just it's harder that to dip out that cash than or it is don't pay with a credit card how about just get a student card which i have which is crazy to think but i only have a student card and i'll charge one or two things a month on it just to raise your credit up but don't really have a credit card yep, yep. or if you're going to do a credit card get one with actually has like some nice reward and only charge you know, what you need or what you can pay. And it's crazy to me. People, when they they charge that card and they just keep racking it up and they'll have interest payments on a credit card. That blows my mind. Was it somebody told me, you treat your debit card and your credit card like a gift card? Yeah. Well, I mean... You <laughs> I gotta, don't know how much has on it, but let's give it a shot. Yeah, it's it's insane. For me, it's like... For me, like a credit card would be like a debit card. Like as soon as you swipe it, just go ahead and have the money set aside to pay off from your checking account. But man, people... People blow my mind here recently. I've seen some crazy stuff financially, and that almost made me want to buckle down even more. So be smart. <laughs> Don't be stupid. Can't buy hockey tickets all the time. I want to, but... Mm, Speaking it. of hockey tickets, you got any? Uh, we got any games coming up? We have a couple. Just a few. Uh, the schedule, well, obviously we're playing this game right now against Arizona. We are losing, despite... Completely outplaying Arizona, which is... Not outplaying them if you're losing them. Well, shots on goal, Matt. That's your favorite indicator <laughs> of who's going to be the winner in a game. Uh, quote next, Matt. Next to the goal call. Quote, quote <laughs> Matt. Um, so our next game, another away game. We've started off the season with three away. Um, it's going to be in L.A. That's going to be a tough one. Against the Kings on Saturday. That is a late game. Yeah. 9.30 p.m. start time for us. Rough. I love those late games. Though. Yeah, stay yeah, it's up great. All night yeah, watch. stay up. Yeah, Give me and it's on Saturday. We're good. Saturday, yeah. you got Sunday to recoup. Anyway, next game after that, you're looking at the Edmonton Oilers at home on a Tuesday. Then we actually have a nice little bye: tenth, eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, all the way to Las Vegas at home again. Um, we have a nice home stint coming up. We're gonna have Vegas, then Arizona on the eighteenth, then Florida on the twentieth, then Tampa Bay on the 23rd really don't know when we're going to record next we haven't really put this you know yeah we're recording on a thursday simply because tuesday was just not the best day for us well we've had so much holiday stuff lately that it's been a little crazy but i'm sure our schedules will sink back to normality oh yeah we'll be fine yeah it, it should be fairly consistent i have a feeling we'll probably pick up another episode either the vegas or the arizona night so we might be recording that night from here. Yeah, it's about how it goes for another us. game is on kind of like tonight with the Arizona Coyotes, and hopefully we can pull out a win finally. Hopefully. Well, hey, guys, thanks for joining us. You know, this is our first episode back after the holiday break, so shook the rust off a little bit, get back in the flow of things. If you like the show, you can find us at Music City Gold on Twitter. 
You can find me at Kyle Hancock. Daniel has a Twitter at CDanDrum. You can find Matt at MattBain31. Once again, this is Music City Gold hosted by Penalty Box Radio. You guys have a great week. Happy New Year, and we'll see you on the ice.